Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Your Wednesday, and we've got some uh, news to update on that that big plane trip, that chartered plane trip, uh, there's some information coming out of that. We were supposed to have Brian Fletcher. I may or may not have spies who have uh, spied him on his way to the Venetian, which <laughs> they're kind of suggestion, suggesting rather that perhaps you won't get him. Uh, reading to that, what you will. Good afternoon, Sydney, Brisbane, the Gold Coast. Listeners across the SEN Airwaves, 1170 in Sydney, 693 in Brisbane. Now, a very special shout-out to the Run Home podcast listeners, which my mail suggests that in the month of February, we have had more than 50,000 individuals listen to at least one episode of the Run Home with Joel and Fletch. And on behalf of Fletch, myself, and the greater team, we are very, very appreciative of that. But don't forget, you can get us uh, on the television via, well, YouTube. The YouTube channel is a way to do that. But the podcast listen, of course, Apple and Spotify. Let us know how you're tuning in. It is the Run Home, thanks to the top brand, Trade Tool Shop Toolkit Depot. Become a Toolkit Depot trade or club member and get instant savings at toolkitdepot.com.au. Uh, we've got Dan in the chair. We've got Gibbo in the chair. We'll get to the boys very, very shortly. No tourist, no Brooks, no Bears Head. And in the absence of Bears Head, I tell you what, he want to be on his game when he comes back because this lady is out in front at the moment and she's making the chair her very own, not the B.I., you know what, the Bish, the Bish with an Bish. SH. Michelle Bishop, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'll tell you what, the pressure's on. When you talk about those podcast figures, I've really got to step up. Like, no. that's, that's amazing. Well, let's go beyond 60, shall we? Let's do it. I love a challenge. I was blown away by that. Like, really humbled. Like, what would be a crowd in Sydney that would hold 50? What does Allianz hold? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. How yeah, is it? But it's, it's humbling. 50, so thank yeah. you. Thank but you to all the listeners though, out there. 50, let's explain that though to yeah. listeners as well. It's not someone clicking on something five no, or six no. times. This is 50 individuals. Individual. Thank you very much. Listeners. Well done, fellas. Thank you very much. Uh, and to the greater team, of course, all working here at SEN. Michelle, how's your last 24 hours been? It's been fun. Yeah. Busy. Very, yep. very busy. Um, very excited to be back on the show again. This is going to be a weekly thing for me, so I've got to yeah. get used to it. But, yeah, quite a privilege. Um, got a lot of text message yesterday, which was really nice from people saying it was good to hear your opinions. Yep. Um, they didn't agree with. So they don't they have did. to agree. That's right. I'm just here to, to have my say. Um, excited. Uh, look, not being in Vegas... I am still very jealous uh, with the journos that are over there because normally I would be. But I'm um, very excited about it happening. But I just want it to hurry up and happen. Yeah. Because uh, the stories that keep coming out daily, you know, about something new with the NRL and yep. war chests and expansions, and it's all very positive. Yes. Um, but when we go down to the finer details, what's actually happening with our game? What's I wonder what the 
the AFL eyeballs are doing here? Are they sort of going, oh, geez, or do they do not care? Well, I think they care because on two fronts, they obviously moved and, and wanted to take advantage of them, not us not having a game here in Sydney. Yep. Um, and so they, they made those changes. But also I think there was a sneaky... But that, that's not for this week. No, no, no. The no, week following. Week, yep. But I also believe that there was a sneaky little article that came out. The timing was just too much for me. Uh, talking about the expansion and where they wanted to be in X amount of years was right smack bang in the middle of, hey, we're... NRL's in Vegas, and that's where all the eyes yep. are. So I can almost guarantee you this, Michelle. I think there's a bit of paranoia. They will not be given the free kick we've got. So no. we've, we've got all the way to Sunday to play two games, 1.30 and 3.30 p.m. I can almost bet your bottom dollar next year when they see the Vegas scheduling come out, there would, there would be a game on Friday night in the AFL yep. or on Saturday in the AFL. Mm-hmm. They will not let the NRL have clean space at this. Yeah, absolutely. And what about some of the bigger names and celebrities that are supposed to be at the stadium watching the game over that? Who, who are we mean, hearing? Well, well, we're hearing that we're going to actually have uh, Travis Kelsey there, like in his mates. Really? Holmes. Um, again, we hear all this stuff, finer detail. We'll have to wait till we get to that. But yeah, super exciting. Um, some Hollywood actors. Wow. Let's wait and see what happens. Obviously, if, Hugh Jackman. If we could nail those names you've said, we'll get Hugh Jackman. We will. We'll, we'll get course. Russell Crowe there. Yep. If we could nail the Kelsey Tim Zoo's boys, there. Yep. is Timmy Zoo going to be Timmy there? Timmy going to be there. If Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey are there, you have no idea what that's worth to our game. Yeah. Just the validation because people go, ooh, what are they doing there? Yeah. Well, it would be like if it was at Sydney Newsroom, we'd be sending someone out to follow, um, you know, a superstar. Yep. At, you know, hey, they're in our territory. Let's get it. So even over there, if, if Mahomes is going to be at a game, that'll attract local media over there as well. So, that you know. It'll just be written everywhere and yep. going everywhere, social media, all that sort of stuff. So, so, so you think they, they would report on it? The, the local US press and the journalists over there in the media, they would report on if Kelsey and Mahomes were at the game, it would be decent news there? If you actually knew that they were going to be there and yep. it was worthwhile sending a camera crew and you're going to get something out of it, absolutely yep. they would. They wow. have any, it's clickbait, yep. whatever they can get. Um, and, and, you know, you're always hungry for something to see yeah. where your superstar is. Yeah, Taylor Swift could have been there, but she's still on tour somewhere I know, else. I know. Oh, right. I was going to have a Taylor Swift free zone today. Mate, you've <laughs> just ruined it. it. <laughs> you've brought it. Uh, it is a run home with Joel and Fletch. Have you say one three hundred oh one eleven seventy? Michelle Bishop is here. Let's say good day to the team, Gibbo. Good afternoon to you, Gibbo. Good afternoon, Joel. Good afternoon, G'day. Michelle. The mic. Now the microphone's going. I'm I'm all good to go. Uh, Michelle, we should peel back the curtain a little bit now. Not only does Joel, he, um, he, he's the main man here at the run home, he does a little bit for sports, but now before why he was a little bit late is because he was he was being a paid actor this afternoon. <laughs> oh, please. And I, I have I've seen a lot of direction in my time. Yeah, there were there was I did notice the makeup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you I did. do have to say when you walked in, I thought Jolly, what Ooh, have you I been up to? to or maybe you had a off. nighttime gig. I was looking at the ha- high heels <laughs> no. hanging out of the bag, but no. I'll get that off shortly. Right. There's some tissues there. I've got some great removers. I'm talking about so the makeup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gibbo. Yeah, no, I just look, I've seen a lot of great acting in my time, but Joel Kane on, on the small screen was unbelievable. But not mm. only that, so Joel, he's a man around town. He, he's always busy. But he always stops for a chat. Now, we're, we're running a little late, and I'm not sure if he can tell that I'm sort of a little urgent. I'm saying, oh, mate, look, you know, I'm running late here. Mm. We get into the Uber. The Uber driver notices Joel from one of the, the many sports bet ads on TV, 
And, you know, Joel just gives him the time of day. Was it five, ten minutes there, Joel? I don't you know. Were just Give chatting. Your story. Mate, you were chatting. I'm just kidding. He's out. a lovely bloke. Oh, he was a lovely <laughs> bloke. And I think he's now a run-home listener, one of the many podcasters there, Joel. Beautiful. One of the 50,000. 50,000. There we go. Very, very good to hear that. Uh, a Can bloke. I just ask, what, what did you play? In your role. Uh, no, so it's an ad coming out, which I think it might be a TikTok or one of those social media things. Right. You're very good at social media. They could heed some counsel <laughs> yeah, from you. Yes. Um, and Let me just the, reflect on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen. I can't tell you too much about right. it at this point. But um, Are you dressed? Yes, I'm dressed okay, in, in an apron. And Gibbo had to play the part of handing me something. So <laughs> so he's actually a, uh, a forearm model in this occasion. Right. So he hands me something into the picture. That's all you see is his arm. And he was this close to being sacked. <laughs> you had one job. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, so I mean. So where did the high heels come into it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. With the makeup. Exactly right. Uh, Dashing Dan is here. You would know him from tradies in the morning uh, from 5 o'clock to 6 p.m. He's a big staple here at SEN. Dan, how are you, mate? Very good. Very good to be here after midday so yes. for once. I'm shocked you're here, actually. I thought you were a mad rooster. Yeah, no. I looked at flights to Vegas, but a bit too expensive. So I'll just have to watch it in Sydney, unfortunately. Yeah, like, like most of us. I think like most of us, You didn't us, get yeah. on that jet. No, I should have, though. Where will you be? Uh, I might watch it at East Leaks Club in Bondi Junction, probably. That's oh, that's I tragic. Think. I know, yeah, it is very yeah, tragic. Is. We're looking for other venues, but at the moment, that's where we'll be. Yeah, heaps of people going there. I know Souths are running an event as well for right. all their fans, so I think it's going to be a great day. What do you think, uh, Michelle? Uh, booming success. So give me the number that's a magic number. The crowd, They can go, we got X amount to this game. Forget about the audience watching there in the States. Are you talking about what they'd Cr- like or what I think? Crowd number. Yeah. So if they said, right, uh, we Over got, there, yeah, we got 50,000 there, we got 45,000, we got 38,000 there. What's the number where they're, they're just absolutely high five themselves, the NRL HQ? Yeah, I probably would imagine it'd be around that 50,000 mark. But po- I'm possible? Po- oh, look, I'm sort of thinking maybe they might stretch it a bit, <laughs> might be kind of, you know, 35, 40. But I'm not sure that they'll get there. Is there people running around Vegas just dishing out tickets? Come see this. Come see this. Absolutely. There uh, is. Oh, are oh, we would... talking? Yeah, are we talking fully paid or just bumps? No, on no. Seats? Just get your your oh, backside look, trackside. Hey, look, there'll be lots of freebies. I think handed out over there. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I reckon they'll be sky. They'll be happy. They'll be skiding at around fifty. Okay, well, yeah. I think fifty would be a great number. Mm. Dashing, what do you think? Yeah, well, I heard they've already sold what thirty five, forty thousand. So if they can get fifty, that'd be fantastic. Mm. We were supposed to have Brian Fletcher on today, and I told the story on Monday when Is Fletcher he was here. MIA? It, well, we, we don't know for confirmation just yet, but I told the story on uh, Monday afternoon. Sunday night, I was in Dubbo. I was at the airport, and three listeners of the program are there. One's a bloke called Jimmy, quiet as a church mouse. So straight away, I know that he's going to be the best performed on tour. It's always that quiet person. <laughs> the one you got to watch. Yep. So Jimmy, right? And then they've got Johnny there, the big fella. He was the most vocal. I knew he was going to be in trouble. Yep. And then another bloke was quiet was was a bloke called Hazo, who has since slid into my DMs. Hazo is apparently the Chris Waller of the Golden West. Right. V- very good trainer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what his mate said anyway. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Hazo, a matter of sort of fifteen minutes ago, has sent me a photo. Here's the photo. I know that doesn't do it justice for, but there's Hazo, Maddie Johns. Fletch, there's the uh, my prize pick, Jimmy, and looks messy already. So, so what they're doing, Michelle? They're on the Source Sunday night, and they're going seven nights in Vegas, mm. which I think is way too many. Yep. But they've spotted 
Maddie Johnson and Brian on their way to the Venetian. Wow. And I said to this Hazo, the, the Chris Waller of the Golden West, uh, in the DMs, I said, oh, we're supposed to have um, Fletch on the program today. He goes, oh. Good luck, champ. Yeah, good luck, champ. I, I wouldn't be <laughs> expecting that, uh, is what he thought. Uh, uh, Vossi was asked that on Brecky this morning as well, and uh, here's what the great man had to say. So it was a you know a really happy flight, excited flight. This is incredible territory. And then of course, uh, when I talk about the Fox League crew, there were the likes of um, Brian Fletcher. Am I allowed to sort Please. of pull back the curtains and no, tell yeah, you about yeah. the curtains right yes. back? Open up. Well, I, it's been a while since I've been off flown international Qantas, but they still do the grey pajamas. You know, like the yeah. if you can imagine Guantanamo Bay, but they do the grey jammies. Fletch was in the jammies um, even before takeoff. He'd... <laughs> <laughs> He'd rid himself of whatever clothes he was wearing. Yep. He was getting comfortable. Um, he had at one stage he had the Elvis glasses on as well. Brian Fletcher, Planet Fletcher, would be an interesting place to live. Never once does he look stressed. He is he is the perfect traveller. Uh, he is the perfect traveller, and I, I just I still think Michelle to have a reality program of oh. that particular trip. Imagine the hits. Look, Vossi James was, Graham, I'm hearing, was well-performed well on the... Well, oh. this is what I was about yeah. to say. Vossi was the one with the camera because I, I saw him mm. snap some stuff with James Graham as well. Yes. I'd love to have Vossi's phone right now. Oh, <laughs> and James Graham, of course, from the Northern Hemisphere. He, he can... He can. Um, he knows how to travel on the long ones, that's for sure. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is a way to have your say or text. oh four five seven seven three six. wonder, did they play Twister? Like, there would have been some interesting games. Oh, the NRL Trophy, I think I told you that was yep. on there. Mm-hmm. All 35 kilos, kilos of that. Thank you, Sparman, who bumped into the boys as well. Heaps of texts coming through. Um, uh, Cam says Joel was doing a commercial on hitchhiker awareness. So that goes back to a story where if I see people who say it's out in the rain. You don't. Of course. No. Of course. That's I'll, so bad, Joel. I wouldn't ask a female on her own, but if it's a group of people, if it's a couple of girls. No, no, no. Just any people. I'd, I'd offer them a lift. No. Why not? Why, why oh, does I'd that... love to, but you just can't do that this why, day and age. Why can't you these days? Because it's too dangerous. You don't know who you're... No, you're... but you know, sometimes you can tell the surrounds. No. Um, yeah, I, I don't know about that. Afternoon, Joel and the Bish on the Uber ride home from the sport. You've got to remember, Joel is an Uber specialist. Oh, so they're all jumping onto this. HP Robbo, thank you very much. Uh, there's plenty of text coming through on the open line. But the Kiwi's coming up at uh, 3.30. Sean, the trader's going to join us. Massive, massive show coming up, Michelle, as it was yesterday. So, But as you know, you make the show and you set the agenda, listeners. 0457 736 736. The Run Home with Joel and the Bish. More after this. The Run Home with Joel and Michelle Bishop on your Wednesday, uh, which brings me to this too. Jeremy writes, is the Bish, which we'd forgotten about this with Bearz not here, is the Bish doing a wacky team today? Now, the wacky team is something topical, and uh, we'll pick a team. They can't be rugby league players. I'll tell you what we'll do, Jeremy. If the listeners have a novel idea, which we feel is fitting to be a wacky team Wednesday, the Bish and I will run with it. So if you've got an idea that is topical for a wacky team Wednesday, we'll put it to the board, which is I'll ask Michelle. And uh, if she says yes, we can push ahead with that. Good afternoon, Dream Team. I believe the legendary Reggie Rabbit was on the same flight as Vossi and Fletch yesterday. Apparently the only team mascot making the trip over to Vegas. Great work from the bun. Um, top brass from the bunnies, as per usual, freshwater stormer. I tell you, did you see the clip of him in the movies where he was invited to like a, an opening of a movie? Right. And he sat down, and unbeknownst to him, it was about him. 
No. Didn't you see no, that? I haven't seen that. For Reggie no. the Rabbit. I'll have to have a look. Oh, class. Was, yeah, right. They're, they're a class act, the bunnies. They are. In a lot of, I, you know what? I think the others will have their mascots over there, but I think they're going to be locally sourced. So well done to the Rabbitohs. Yes. It's authentic. Yeah, and, and you know what? It rewards someone like him who's given mm. so much. I imagine a lot of it's volunteer work to the yeah. club. Uh, so well done to the bunnies for that. Speaking of plane trips, and I know you had a bit of an issue this morning. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people going to Vegas, Michelle. Is there any tips that they should be uh, keeping an eye on or perhaps things they shouldn't be doing? Can I just ask what the problem is with the general population at airports? What is the the fascination with almost sitting on the carousel when you go to collect your luggage? Right. I couldn't find mine today. So the baggage collect the baggage for the checked-in baggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah checked yeah. in. When you're rushing to get off a flight and you yep. run down, why are people almost on that? carousel thing why yeah. don't they just step back calm the farm calm your farm have a bit of a chill and wait for your luggage to come through because it went around twice not yeah. thinking oh my gosh where's my luggage what's happened it was only a small bag and it was on there but it, people were just so close that you couldn't and it's like maybe we could suggest that airports start to put a bit of a, a line or something where you've Mate, got to back stand. off just back off a like, bit seriously what's the issue yeah and when you see yours coming out make yourself go forward, forward and go for your life yourself yep thanks that's mine what and about off this, you go what about this pork chop so and it's only a simple thing, right? It's a, I tell you, so you know when you when, when it's really hard to get onto a road and there's clearly a street where you, it's not possible to get in, you start to adopt the one in, yep. one out rule and everyone's yep. sort of on board with that and it all yeah. starts to flow and everyone helps Fair. each other. It's a known rule, right? Mm. When you're on a plane, the known rule there is that the people in front of you, if they're ready, some aren't ready, some people happen to sit there and... Which can be bag. really frustrating, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can just sit there, yep. and, and that's fine if you want to do that. But if you're up, ready to go, someone from behind you can't get off before no. you. That happened to me the other day. I was about to get off, and this person just charged forward. I'm like, jeep. Etiquette. Yeah. No. Not cool. Not cool at all. Not cool. It's uh, just called basic manners, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yes, Gibbo. Boys, I've got boys, boys and Michelle, so I'm talking no worries, to Dan mate. out here. We're so good, I'm... fellas. <laughs> Talking about aeroplane etiquette, yep. on a domestic flight, so I was going down to Melbourne last week, and yep. someone had already reclined their seat. What's the normal amount of time to be able to recline your seat? Because I feel like an hour trip down to Melbourne, probably not. Oh, you wouldn't like to category. sit near me. Oh, are you a recliner? <laughs> yeah, well, you're a up the non- pointy end though, Michelle, so oh. I wouldn't be anywhere near you. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've got a little secret with that. Okay, yeah. Coming back from Canberra on Friday night, the plane was chockers uh, from Brisbane to Canberra. And I saw 30D and I went, yep, I'll be having that one. So it was the last seat right at the back of the plane, um, aisle seat, but I wasn't silly because they opened up both ends to go. So it was like, got to get oh, out of there yes. quickly. Smart. I was right. The, unfortunately, it was next to the toilet where that can be a bit of an issue because people are coming mm. and going. But if you close your eyes and turn off, it's all good. But <laughs> nice and close to the loo if you need it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and hey, they're just there. Excuse me. Do you mind if I grab a water? Like they're yeah. just right there. You don't have to press buttons and wait and be a part of the, you know, the whole thing. Are you a Qantas lounge member, Michelle? I feel like doing a lot of travelling. I can see you are Virgin, Virgin. okay? Yeah. How do they compare? Well, obviously good if you're with them. They're but. great. Are you listening? Virgin, you are fantastic. <laughs> you're all, Actually, I spent a little bit of time uh, in the Virgin lounge on Sunday afternoon, just, you know, a couple of wines. It was really, really nice. I don't have an alcohol issue. No, but people no, must think no, I'm always, Michelle, no. always mentioning red no, wine, but do goes down no, sweet. Hope Estate, yep. Shiraz. I tell, I tell what I did so on, on a plane and we went in the morning so coffee seems to be the thing that makes things moving and shake right mm-hmm. so we get on the plane and we're going out to Wagga and it was like one of those small small planes and 
the intent was not to go on the plane. The intent was to sort of hold it, but I had to go. Yep. And you know when, you know when, you can hold on for as long as you want, but then when you get it within meters, you have to go immediately. Yes. Right? So sit down, and look, I'm not as obviously clearly as fit as I used to be, and I'm a little bit overweight these days. But I'm not. Don't be too hard. No, but I'm not. not I'm, but I'm not a massive man. Yeah, yeah. And I sit down, and the thing is so tight. It is small. You could hardly ever move your hand to to get the toilet paper. To get the toilet paper. Mm. So that's some of the dilemmas you can have. The some of the Morris Yemmers you can have. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We got time for a quick call, Gibbo. Yes, we can do that. Sparts on the line. Hey, Sparty. Hey, mate. Um, and Michelle, whenever you're talking about airplane etiquette, <laughs> I actually judge a person on whether they're fronters or backers. And what I mean by that is, if you're at the window seat and you need to get across two people to the aisle. Are you a face fronter to those people oh. or a rear fronter? It's a really big question because oh. there's a lot around it. Okay, I, I think. Oh, let me think. I think I'm a. I think I'm facing the front of the plane, which would do me what spot? You're a backer. I'm a ba- you're putting your back to the people that you're going in front of. I think I had you picked as a fronter, to be honest, Joe. Oh, I think I'm a backer. What are you, Michelle? Oh, no, no, I'm so confused now, but I will tell you a really quick no, no, story. So if you're sitting there, so if you're sitting where you are there and yeah. I'm coming in, to get to the window seat, I would either go like that. Oh, no, a backer. Do you do it this way or the other way? No, I'm a backer. Yeah, no, that way. Exactly yeah, what so you're, you're about to do. you're a backer, backer. too. Yeah. yeah. Say so, sorry, sorry, um, but th- this happened to me in the UK really quickly. This this elderly gentleman, I uh, had the middle seat mm. nine times, not making it up, flying from to go over to the UK. I got really angry and said to him when the lady came by next, "No, like like I was a mother. No, you are not having any more. You either have this, and we swap seats because I'm talking being woken up. What to the bathroom? To the time? bathroom. Didn't were, were they nine on the, times were they on the in source? one trip. Yes. Okay. Okay, Sparty, thank you very much, mate. Any tips for the weekend? Just be kind and make sure you get all your putts within eight foot. Yeah, like exactly. That. And by the way, is, is are we in the minority or the the um, the more popular side of oh, things I'm when it comes? Speak to De- I'm speaking to Deloitte. I'll update it and let you know. Perfect. Back, <laughs> backers or fronters. We, we can do our own survey here. Sparty, thank you very much. We've got the Kiwis coming up. All thanks to Mate Internet right after this. Adam, thank you very much. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to have your say or text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is the way to do that, Dunny. I can't read your text out, but uh, I'm sure Gibbo is reading it as well. Same with the arm refs. Middle gets both. Surely I was ensconced by two large humans either side of me the other day and had to <laughs> place my hands in my lap. Cheers, Kenny from Mona Vale. Good to have your company, Kenny, as well. Uh, wacky, wacky team. Says Chase, what about best on tour? What people could be best on tour? Mm-hmm. If you picked your ideal Vegas plane, what Australian identities would be? That's an option. That's an option. Peaches says, Wacky Team Wednesday nominee, Vegas Entertainers. Another one. That's a good option too. Which four teams go over to Vegas next year? Any clue as to when they'll announce that or, or how they'll land on that? Well, not really. They've, uh, I've heard Penrith's like a, a big um, option. Uh, but um, look, there was a couple of teams that weren't really keen to do it. Do um, the clubs want to do it, Michelle? Like it all sounds glitz and glamour. Do you want to do it? I think they did at first, but I think it's sort of got a little bit complex. Um, and and like we've talked, we like we've discussed. I mean, we're going to see Penrith now come back and have to adjust, acclimatise again, and get themselves ready for uh, for round one after the World Club Challenge. I mean, it's a big thing, and and for for someone like Manly and that to go over for as long as they have, it's not easy. Right. No. 
and I, I guess that's why they did the the break up with the you know round one, you know, to obviously give them a, a you know time to get back. And it's something that I wouldn't consider if I was a first grade coach. Wonder the the last team like using the World Club Challenge because that's where you start the season overseas. I knew the last team was to to go over there and come back. Maybe the Roosters, perhaps, when they won their second, they'd, they'd been over there and came back and, and won it, maybe. Here's one for you. So since 2000, this century, stats. How, many, how many Super League teams have won the World Club Challenge? So we've probably had, I don't know, how many? We've probably had 22. We've missed a couple through COVID. Mm-hmm. How many do you reckon... How many um, Super League teams have won the World Club Challenge since 2000? Since 2000. Well, is that, well Wigan's equaled the yep. Roosters with yep. five or something, isn't it now? Yeah, so that's not that's not all this century, though. Yeah, all oh, right, okay. Um, I don't know. Well, I'd have to take a stab in the dark. What, five? Eleven. Wow. Which has got to be near half. I haven't totaled yeah. how many. Eleven times. 11, Admittedly, wow. they've mostly had it at home. Yep. Here's another good one for you. So you think about Cleary's been involved in the last... Two World Club Challenges. Mm-hmm. Who is the incumbent winning World Club Challenge NRL halfback? Ooh. Who, who is that? I might leave that for the listeners. Who's yeah. the incumbent? I was told this today, actually. The incumbent NRL winning halfback, the last NRL halfback to win a World Club Challenge. Let us know that. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that. Or text 457 Seven three six seven three six. Jeremy says wacky team suggestions. Vegas related. Has Fletch done this yet? Anything to do with chess? Oh yeah, bishop. Oh right. Okay. Yep. I just got that. Yeah, one. Yeah, you're a bishop. Um, I'm lately with that one. Something to do with planes. Since you're talking about it. Um, yeah. So there's a few ideas as well. Uh, Gibbo is right, or Dan is right. Dan's got that right. Exactly right. Uh, who was the last? NRL well, halfback to win the World you, Club you Challenge. Know, I was. I've got one. Did that shock well, you? Wait, Have you who, read that? No. No. Where? What, can I say to you off air? No, no. not James okay. Maloney. Not James Maloney. Not James Maloney. You can see it there, Michelle. Does it? that shock you? Oh, wow. It absolutely yeah, does. There oh, you go. Let's see if our li- listeners get Yeah, get I want to see who can get that. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We've got a, um, a hat prize pack. We can do that, um, which we'll send out as well. So the first person to text in the last NRL halfback yeah, to win the World Club Challenge. Uh, that would be fascinating to come through there. No. Uh, Adam Reynolds, the last winner, says Michael. Bondi Jack, I think he's got it. Yes. Bondi Jack has just snuck in. And uh, Kyle Flanagan is the last NRL halfback well, to win go. a World Club Never Challenge. That. Uh, there you go. $20 off for five months with Mate Internet. That's 20 bucks off for five months with Mate Internet. I'm pleased to say, cursing the beaver. Standing by, thanks to SENZ. Paul Cole, the great Kiwi, the great squash player, our finest ever has been voted in as who am I, and quite rightly, it was nowhere near where you were thinking, Kirst. What were you thinking? Uh, I thought Coley all along. But anyway, <laughs> it's not about us. It's about going across the ditch. Surely they're listening in on us. Paul Cole. Cole. The great Paul Cole. Paul, Paul Cole's Cole. one of the greatest, Michelle, you've ever seen. Well, If he's not on the <laughs> Vegas ticket next year, I'm not going. Right. I'll hold you to that. Yep. Yep. Hello, team. G'day, hey team. guys. How are you today? How's your week? What, are we, what have we learned this week so far? Get the Warriors oh. to Las Vegas. That's what we say. After talking to your producer, Brooksy, it yes. sounds like he's having an absolutely terrible time in LA. Hang on, hang on, hang on. 
Are you, is our producer gallivanting over there and doing interviews with other programs? Is he, oh, we must. He's our man on the ground. Oh, He's our man on the ground over there, Brooksy. We've got to get that clipped up uh, to use when Fletch comes back. We have to get that clipped up. Meanwhile, speaking about doing interviews, uh, Brian's made up some poor excuse as to why he can't come on. He was supposed to come on. Unbeknownst to him, some other people have dobbed in on him and they've just spotted him and Matthew Johns on their way to Venetian let's just say, may or may not be needing subtitles to understand them. <laughs> Already. Yeah. Guys, I gather your, um, your thoughts about the Warriors uh, and you wanting them over in Vegas. That has to have a hell of a lot of self-interest because we were just uh, talking off air about uh, teams going over there and just how good it is for them. So is it, it has to be from self-interest. Is it not, uh, you know, putting the Warriors over there in round one next year puts a lot of pressure on them in terms of on the field. Well, as their official media partner and live every game here on SCNZ, it seems right that the run home would need to be there yes. on the ground I'm to make you. sure that uh, everything's across the line. But yes, but hey, look, we're, we're thinking they might be going over as defending champions. They might have to mm. do the World Club Challenge next year. Well, wow. That's where the Warriors drinking? are sitting. <laughs> no, outside of the top two, we can't see anyone else. It's, it's Broncos, Panthers and the Warriors now. It's the big three of the NRL. <laughs> hey, I love your enthusiasm. Has it kept up the steam? So last year, the, the, up the WARS, yeah, the, mo- the, the movement well, was Well, I went massive. over there. It was fantastic. Yeah, it has it kept awesome. it up in the season 24? Look at the pre-season games. Sold the out pre-season. Yeah, you never get that. Andrew Webster for Prime Minister at one stage. Yes, yes. Um, tell you what, if he gets the if he gets them to the grand final, it's it's his. I'd say. I tell you what. Now, it, can it I is just so run important. something past you guys? Yes. This flight that I'm seeing, Fly with Legends, it's the the charter flight that the NRL has put on, yep. uh, which includes people from the Fox League team: Paul Gallen, Wade Graham, James Graham, Greg Inglis, uh, Fatty Vaughton, and Sam Thiday. How how is what that flight taking off? Do you reckon? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some inside info, and I've got this on super authority. That So the regular plane, right, the chartered plane, it, it is essentially a regular commercial plane, but mm-hmm. a little bit different as far as rules and stuff. But I understand there was a late, um, I think somebody might have looked at the passenger list or something, but there was a stack of extra cartons late <laughs> added to the cargo for that ship because right. they don't want it running out of beer. So a real David Boone flavour about this particular charter plane. Yeah. I'm actually not sure. Like, like I'm thinking of someone like Darcy McDonald. Would she want to be Fox Sports reporter? Would yep. she want to be on that flight? <laughs> well, plenty of champers. Yep. Sorry about cartons. Yep. Thoughts? Well, I've done one similar to the World Cup in 2015. I uh, was on the plane, Dave. Well, me and Ted were the was and Frank Bunce, and then it was a whole lot of punters who had paid to be on it. Chartered from Auckland to London, it's fair to say the <laughs> the layover of two hours in in LA really took the wind out of everyone's sails. It was a quiet trip from LA. It was <laughs> it was like a nightclub, yes. and then it really <laughs> lost its way. Oh, that is outstanding stuff. I talk by the way as well. Uh, Peter Valenti's over there in Las Vegas, and uh, pretty much saying it's on the agenda for a second New Zealand team. So that looks like it could be all systems go for what we think may be a 20-team competition sooner than later. What? How, are you ready for that? So the Warriors still chasing their first premiership. Is the country ready for a second New Zealand rugby league team? You'd have to say from performance, probably not. If you take last year out of the equation. However, when you look at how many are in the NRL, uh, Joel, as far as Kiwis, and people, players with Kiwi connection, 
Um, I, I guess the nursery we've got over here for, for rugby players, obviously rugby would come under a fair lot of pressure to get a hold of their young talent and keep it. You would have to say that we probably are. You look at Christchurch, which traditionally mm-hmm. before the Warriors, Christchurch was rugby league heartland, uh, the West Coast and what have you. Many, many greats come from down that area. And in a couple of years, Joel, I don't know if you're across it, but Christchurch finally after the earthquake and having to be temporary for so long, gets their new stadium built in the city with a roof on it. Wow. And it's about a 30,000 with a roof on it. It's going to be something else. It's based off Suncorp, yep. but with a roof. Beautiful. And uh, it's going to be pretty special. So there's a lot pointing uh, in the right direction there for a second team probably out of the mainland there in, in Christchurch. And considering, well, they have 13,000 to go watch the uh, essentially the Warriors Academy play the Tigers the other day. I'll tell you so, something yeah. that was to happen, though. Sorry, Michelle. Yeah. You'd want there to be some sort of salary cap exemption like the NRL was trying to bring in for uh, the cross-code athletes, right? So you could bring a a lot of Kiwi players that are already established in the NRL back to Christchurch to really bring that support in. Yeah, Yeah. I I, I endorse that too. I was going to say to you, when I was over there, um, something that I noticed, which I'd never seen before in New Zealand, was uh, just the media coverage. You know, there was a lot of hype in and around what what time it was um, in terms of uh, the NRL finals. But to see rugby league dominate some new news bulletins over there over rugby, that was a first for me. I mean, yes. I spent a lot of time over in New Zealand and never experienced anything like it. And that's where I thought, I mean, I even got asked to appear on a breakfast show over there. Oh, wow. So they were desperate. But <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is it was the first time that I'd ever seen because rugby had dominated for so yeah. long. It was like, wow, this little Brooke, game called Rugby League. Brooksy was on that breakfast show this morning. Uh, <laughs> we've got to go, guys. We've got a busy show. Th- hey, thanks so much for sharing your day with us. We'll catch up with you soon. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Soon, guys. Come on, the Aussies versus the Black Caps. $20 off for five months with Mate Internet. Use promo code SAVE20. That's the two zero. SAVE20 with Mate Internet. It's the run home with Joel and Fletch with Michelle Bishop in the chair. You're going to hear a lot more of Michelle in season 2024, which we're all excited about. And you can tell by the text line, uh, so too are uh, you, the listener, which is fantastic. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. Chances are you're about to lose for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And the man is, uh, this man we're about to speak to, is the reason I've got some makeup on, Michelle, which I need to take off. Does he wear uh, makeup too? He doesn't need it. Right. He's a handsome man. <laughs> he's a handsome man. And his name's Shawnee Ormerod, the trader. Sean, the trader, the coal miner. Come in. Good afternoon, uh, ladies, gentlemen. How are we? To be fair, it's a significant upgrade. Going from Bear's Head to Michelle Bishop, that yeah. is one hell of an upgrade. So that's all. So I wonder how... I wonder how Brian is faring over there. He's been on the ground over there for a few hours now. And did I hear you say him and Matty Johns were spotted maybe uh, three sheets to the wind as they, as yes. they say over there, Shook? Uh, four and or half five their sheets. Luck. And half their luck. Scary thought. Yeah, I mean, I said it yesterday. The FOMO really ramped up. Oh, and today it's even worse. Yeah. When I saw those, all the Instagram stories popping in, Braith was doing his thing. We obviously spoke to Dan Ganane uh, earlier today, Sugar. He was live from Vegas puffing a big cigar as he does. So... They're just all living the dream while while us three over here just keeping the keeping the wheels of radio and sports bet turning, I, I guess. So someone's got to do it. Bit of makeup wouldn't have gone astray on that flight just quietly. <laughs> uh, they definitely would have needed it getting off the flight. I know that. Hey, Shawnee, uh, plenty of text coming through, and, and feel free to ask Shawnee a question if you want. With the short, the Shawnee, the trader. Um, this one comes from nine three six, and they said. Smokey will be Parramatta Eels to sneak in. No Sevo in the first two games. Gee, it's going to be hard to replace him in such a short amount of time. Um, but the Smokey will be the Eels to sneak into the eight. Uh, do you have any views on that, Shawnee? 
I had a little view. Our, we've got our, our season wins up on the board, obviously, Shug, for every club. And Parramatta's is only 11 and a half. The overs did uh, catch my eye um, a couple of weeks ago when I first looked at that. But it is going to be tough, obviously, to start. Yeah, they played the Bulldogs in week one. I was a big Doggies fan. So that's an immediate loss to the Parramatta Reels. So it makes that 11 and a half a little bit harder. Um, but I think they might just exceed... Uh, a lot of people's expectations this year. Not wouldn't say they're probably going to be uh, knocking on the door of the top four, but I can see them uh, lower lower end of the eight for me. The Parramatta side too too much class on on that uh, or in that thirteen to not do a bit of damage. I think. Oh, I just can't put them in my eight. I didn't have them in my eight last no. year. And I got knocked big I'm time. Not, I've still not published my eight. I, 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 I haven't done to, mine either. I might do that today. I might do that today if we get some yeah, time. You, you got to go on record, Shug. Yep. You got to go on I record. Know. I yep. know. Oh, no. I think one of the texters last year told me to get back in the kitchen when I didn't pick him in the eight. Really? Said, yeah, right, okay. I burned toast, but we'll go with that. And it was on record. Ooh, there you go. Okay, okay. What did what what is your specialty, by the way? And uh, in fact, we're turning up to yeah, Shawnee's okay. time. Think about it. What else you got, Shawnee boy? What are you thinking? <laughs> well, I'm sure hearing about Michelle's specialty is much more than the rubbish I can uh, I can spout. Oh, Let's no. start with the. Uh, we spoke to the Kiwi our Kiwi friends earlier, and the first test against the Kiwis kicks off. Uh, this is tomorrow morning, and happy to report the Aussies were pretty short in this one. $1.57 um, in the first test. The Kiwis, $4.30. We've got player of the match, all the top run scorers. It's all there. Great time in the morning, actually, for the test match cricket to start off. So we can uh, have a coffee, have our wheat bix and just get straight into some uh, some live sports. So Steve Smith uh, is a favourite for player of the, uh, of the match there at $9. But uh, the summer of cricket just keeps on rolling on, guys. Can you confirm to Shawnee that... Uh by the time you get home from work tonight, on mm. KO and YouTube, get them on side previewing round zero. We'll be up and at them. Yes, I have it on good authority. I, the 5 p.m. I'm being told, uh, local time here, 5 p.m. It's going to be up on all those esteemed channels. Yep. Uh, however you uh, absorb your, your podcasts or your TV shows, get it up there. Uh, and our, our rude mugs will be there, Shug, with plenty of makeup on. Dan yep. Ganane makes a little cameo appearance for the first He wears lip gloss, I'm told, yes. quietly. We, we sack him after yeah. about yeah. 10 minutes, but right. that's okay. Yeah. He said he had somewhere else to be, so I'm sure it involves a few poker chips and a, and a cigar and maybe a yep. whiskey. Uh, so we sacked him off nice and early. Then we just broke down. We got to the, the nuts and bolts of uh, round zero over there in Vegas and hopefully found a few winners for all those viewers and listeners. Just before we let you know, go, I need to find out about the Matildas, the Olympic qualifier, uh, Melbourne, Marvel Stadium against Uzbekistan. Yes. So we've got one foot uh, at the Olympics. One foot is in Paris because we lead this uh, 3-0 on aggregate and we're $1.04 to win this game uh, tonight. So if we win that, we're well and truly on our way. Uh, as far as first goal scorers are concerned, it's a star-studded lineup, obviously, for the Matildas. But Caitlin Ford and Mary Fowl, they're both... Uh, I can't split them at $4.50. I won't do a disservice to the Uzbeks and try and pronounce their names because there's a few tongue twisters <laughs> there. But there's some big prices if you are an Uzbek. Uh, Thank you, Shawnee. Dive into the Amazon game. See you, guys. Get them on side. YouTube, Later. KO on tonight. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.